Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets Hello, right everybody, here. and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 323 for the week of March 19th, 2020. And this is a coronavirus-free show. <laughs> that we know of. That we know yeah. of. <laughs> well, we don't know about Keith. So Keith is not here. Uh, he is taking the night off. He is exhausted from working and dealing with, he, you know, he works in the uh, healthcare. The healthcare, thank you. Um, you know, with elderly and things along those lines. So uh, he's kind of stressed out at the moment. So he's tired and he really didn't feel too jolly talking Disney. <laughs> so, um, and he's worried about his upcoming trip in, in May that he had planned as well. So uh, he's got concerns with that. But, uh, uh, Jumping in for him, I have Steve from Disney Diary. Hello, Steve. Hey, how you doing? I am doing great. So uh, it's been a while since you've been on. Have has anything changed since the last you've been on the show? I know you. I mean, obviously you're doing well. You know, well, Matt, segments, but... I've, I've I've never I've never actually met Matt before. That's right. So this is my first uh, my, my my first opportunity to actually meet Matt. Hi, Matt. Yeah, let me go ahead and apologize in advance. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All me, all me. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it's a pleasure happened? doing a show with you, Steve. I'm it glad you come on with us. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate uh, being let out of the back room once in a while, <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and walk around the Tiki Hut. It's nice. Uh, have things changed? Well, we all know the big thing that's changed. I mean, the coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, that's that's o- the only thing people are really talking about now, and yeah. how to how to survive with your kids at home. Yeah, that's it. There's two things to talk about, and that's, and that's pretty much it. There's there's no sports, you know, politics for the most part. It's for the most part, it's it's gone. It, it's uh, people are trying to be partisan a bit, um, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just a crazy time. And one of the reasons why we don't really necessarily have a topic for this week's show, but I just wanted to talk about really more for historical sake of. Uh, for the show is, you know, we're in the middle of um, a healthcare crisis in this country and in many countries as well. Uh, Europe is getting hit big time. Uh, you know, the EU borders are shutting down and uh, and all that. But um, it's just crazy to think just a few days ago, Disney was open, uh, you know, a week and a half ago, I was there walking around the parks and now it's closed. Everything is closed. I would think that's the one thing that might stick out my mind the most is some of the pictures you see from the parks and, you know, aside from a a natural disaster, like a hurricane or or something like that, you never see 
pictures in the middle of the day with not a soul in the parks right. and it's almost eerie looking at those pictures and being like wow that's it really I guess it didn't really hit home to me until you start seeing pictures like that and it's like man this is this is something that's unprecedented it's very surreal I mean when you look at just the emptiness of it and uh, the, the streets and it, it feel I mean it feels like it feels like an apocalyptic movie now do you I, I guess whenever you're your day-to-day stuff do you ever have to drive onto property i have not i've driven through uh but you're it's you know it's the basic roadways uh you're not as of now not allowed to go on to uh into resorts uh past the gates Mm -hmm. uh unless you are uh unless you are a cast member or let you know unless you work there or unless you're still staying there uh, the parks are closed, as we know. Disney Springs, I think there were three stores open today uh, that were non-Disney. I don't know how much longer they'll 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 be there. I think it was uh, Stance. No, no. Yeah, there was. I mean, there were three stores open. I, I don't remember uh, exactly which ones. It's that place is very eerie as well. Walking around there uh, in, in the emptiness of it, and I four is clear. If you've ever driven I-4 before, do <laughs> yeah. you know how bad that is? Well, that is very clear. You can drive up and down, and there's no backups. As I was saying, it must be—I don't know—it must be just a different feeling to to drive and not have you know bus after bus after bus passing you. You know, either taking someone back and forth to the airport or to the to the parks or, or whatever. So. It, it is a it is a bit it, it's very strange. There's usually maybe by two days during the year, you may get something like that because the before the uh, snowbirds come down and mm-hmm. as seasons change. But this has just been there's been nothing happening. Uh, kids are out of school, obviously here as well as o- other places, and it's been extended. Uh, this was this was their spring break anyway, but it's been ex- extended. So they don't have any place to go, unfortunately, because many people are trying to keep them close to home. Uh, the the state is is I mean all of the theme parks are closed. Universal's down, uh, Sea World's down. So the beaches are open on the west coast. They've been closed down on the east coast, but there's talk about there's talk about closing them on the west coast. But there's still lots of people going there, and that is just. You know, when you when you look at the uh, look at the pictures, and it's filled with people, and I'm not talking about just a couple of people walking the beach in the morning, or you know, smattered of people around, scattered around. You're talking about clumps of people. Uh, it's spring break. Uh, a lot of college kids are out there. So no social distancing is what you're saying. <laughs> not, not a lot there. Uh, I mean, Florida, as as well as many other states, have now made uh, decisions about uh, uh, what you know restaurants many restaurants around here are going to take out uh, only mm-hmm. which I think they, I know I know they're doing that in Jersey yep. uh, I don't know about in other states so you have a you have cast members who I, I know a bunch of cast members who are scared um, and some of them you know they ha- they're getting their two weeks now but they don't know what's going to happen after and they live 
they live week to week, and I feel really bad for for a bunch of them. Uh, so there's a whole there's a whole ripple effect of this of this entire thing, uh, dealing with cast members, dealing with the community, dealing with businesses that help, you know, the, the restaurants in celebration that help feed the workers at, uh, for Disney who come for lunch, but they're no longer in their buildings because they're working from home now. Right. So you, you've got the whole cascade effect here as you do everywhere around the country. You know, what I'm curious about is that uh, we know the hotel co- occupancy rate is probably down to 1%, 2%. I'm sure it's something along those lines, really low. But with the, uh, the parks, do you know if the lights are still on in the parks or are they shutting the lights off? Do you know? You know, I don't know. Um, because that's something I was not, curious yeah. to find out. Is you know, people obviously people, somebody who's staying at the Contemporary or Bay Lake would know best because they can see inside the park. But I was just curious if they are on. Well, they, they put I, the only people that I know of that are probably obviously still working as security. Uh, they have shut down nightly construction, right? Uh, and hopefully that will be the first phase of, of eventually people coming back but nightly construction's down I don't know about nightly maintenance and what they're doing just for regular maintenance just to keep the place because I would I'm going to have to assume that you have something like that you need daily maintenance even if it's closed right. just just to make sure things don't break or or go haywire right. I, I want to say in some of the pictures I've seen uh, you can see trucks and stuff parked up and down Main Street uh, so I would assume that it might be just security but I would assume that there's somebody there you know all hours of the day just to at least keep you know from someone trying to get in and, and cause you know any kind of mischief or anything like that oh yeah I agree yeah so I, I've heard rumors that once the parks do open up, is that uh, they're kind of they're going to kind of do some uh, social distancing. I don't know how true that is. Have you heard anything about that? As in, like limiting restaurant capacity and things along those lines. Have you heard that? Everything I've heard has been conjecture. Okay. Uh, nothing, nothing has been, and everybody's gotten their own ideas. I mean, recently the Disneyland app uh, had looked like it was expanding its its virtual queue for uh for um for rides so i think anything that you can think of is possible and i think the three of us can think of almost as anything that disney would do but uh, yeah i you know the, the other question is are they going to this is really a logistical nightmare in yeah. many ways, right. uh, if you take away the staffing and, and what's happening to, to, to people, but you've got to start, you got to restart this thing, yeah. and you have to get food, you've got to get cast members back, you've got to figure out: Are you going to do fireworks? Are you going to do parades? Are you going to do things that clog things around, that clog, you know, clog rooms up? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's one of the concerns that I have. Is that not that. Let's say they open up in two weeks from today. 
uh, and they do open up because but there's still concerns of uh, the virus spreading and, and people watching a nightly fireworks show on top of each other my concern is it necessary of course it's it's you know you know catching the virus or spreading the virus is that now because let's say they eliminate the fireworks they do the the firework every other night or whoever they want to do it is that now you've gotten the consumer used to not having the fireworks that happening every other night are they going to eliminate that and that's the thing mm. i'm afraid of that because disney's always got thoughts in their mind that they're going to eliminate something to save money and if people are already used to not doing something then they're going to eliminate it you know you know what i'm saying yeah i mean i look at it this way this is a company that has six billion dollars in cash reserve um, they they should be a leader in how things come back. They should be a leader in this is what you do for your employees, this is what you do for your customers. And uh, you know you hate to say it, but Wall Street's just going to have to suck it, and the the, the price is going to go down. And it, it it should not be a Wall Street bottom line decision what they make in the future. It should be what's the best. And they, so far they've done that. Right. And at least for the next two weeks. Who knows what's going to happen in April 1st. Right, because in some ways you you do, a lot of these companies out there, you have to rebuild your brand now in, in a lot of ways because your name is not out there for a period of time. And it's not that you're starting from scratch, but you've got to get your name back out there and you've got to get your, your brand recognition going again. And, and it's going to happen for multiple companies. Yeah, I agree. I also think too the the longer this goes, once it gets back to where we get to some type of normalcy, people are going to be itching to, you know, I've got to get out of here. Let's go do something. Let's just get away and and put this behind us for a while. So I think it's just going to be, you know, everybody's going to flood that area. They're going to have to find some way, I think, to kind of rein it back a little bit. I don't know how in the world you would go about saying, okay, you can come in, but you can't. I guess they would just limit you know, the amount of tickets they sell, uh, maybe the, the amount of rooms they sell. But I know I, for one, right now, if, if I could, I would have everything booked and ready to go as soon as they say, okay, you can come back. But you're also talking about you're also got to see what the time frame is. Let's just say what's today's the 18th, the 19th, and they don't come back until mid-April, and all these people that who are out of work now, like New Jersey, the malls are closed. You have all these people who are out of work. A lot of these people are not going to have the money to travel down there, so you you might not have that uh, explosive um, travel bug going on that people want to take advantage of because they don't have the funds because they haven't been able to pay your bill for two, three weeks. Unless there's a lot of really great promotions offered. Like right now, you can fly anywhere pretty cheap. Right. I know Steve's itching to come back to New Jersey. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm waiting to get back to, to Newark International. It's, it's. It's the place that I really want to be right now. <laughs> you know, it's. It's. We're down there, and you know, my kids love going into a MCA MCO. They love love it there. You know, it's like a second home to them. Um, <laughs> then you come into Newark, and you're just like, ooh, it's just like, what happened? Where? What? You know, I was just in this beautiful airport, and you come to Newark. It's. It's awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's. I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that April first is the is when it's going to reopen when they're hoping for? 
I think it's what they're hoping for. Realistically, no, I don't think it's going to open April 1st. I, I, I don't see... I've got some friends that are in the healthcare profession, and, and they're saying that based on the way Italy went and everything, that next week is probably going to be the, the peak and the worst of it. Right. So I, I would say, you know, a, probably another good three weeks, maybe another month after that for everything to kind of start leveling out. Um, so I, I don't know, maybe mid-April, maybe towards the end of April might be more realistic. I think a, a lot of people or a lot of companies right now don't want to push dates back because they're trying to have some type of optimism and, and trying to keep people's hopes up. If everybody starts saying, oh, well, you know, it won't be, if we do like Canada and says, hey, you can't come here until July, then, you know, that's kind of, that's a little doom and gloom for everybody right now. So, yeah, I don't, I can't see it happening because just looking at the, the results that are coming in for people who have been diagnosed with uh, COVID-19 is numbers are going up and they're going up drastically every day, at least in New York and New Jersey. I don't know about the, the rest of the country, but because more and more people are taking the tests and the, you know, the test become, is becoming readily available. So those numbers are just going to go up and up and up probably for the next five days or so. You're going to see those numbers skyrocket, like Matt said. Uh, it's not going to be until next week till maybe the numbers possibly start to subside when you're going to get the true idea of how many people are actually infected with this. So I, I just can't see it happen until the second to the third week of April. Yeah, you st- I mean, you still have the CDC, which came out last week saying it was eight weeks right. so you're, you're going to get a, you know for 50 people so you're going to get a lot of you know a lot of people pointing that out and as we, we as we mentioned how you know Disney as a corporate citizen is going to have to and has been leading in some of these things but uh, yeah I, I don't see it I don't see it until maybe May yeah probably yeah. not because I, I can tell you we were there a week and a half ago, okay? So just two weeks. I was in the parks two weeks ago at this point. Uh, we just got there two weeks ago. And we were carrying hand sanitizer with us. And my wife was mm-hmm. freaking out. You know, you're going up to the characters. And, you know, after you're done with them, clean your hands. Because you're giving them your uh, autograph book to sign. Clean your hands. Because you know so many people before them were, you know, how many people have touched one of the characters. Touching the, um, the interactive things on the queue, preventing the kids from touching the things on the interactive queue, mm-hmm. clean your hands. Touching things to get on and off the ride. How many hundreds of people have touched that thing before you? Constantly clean your hands. So people are going to be very conscious of this, and they're not going to want to take it if, take it uh, take a chance of getting the virus going forward. So they're going to have to wait until those numbers are considerably lower. So may, maybe you're right, Steve. Maybe it won't be till May, especially with what the CDC said, and that's still seven weeks away at this point. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm wait. You know, you never know. Maybe they'll sell Mickey know. hands when you right. get back, so you don't have to actually touch anything. You've got gloves on all the time. But uh, yeah, it, it it it's it's the unknown, and I think that's that's what is fearful for a lot of people uh as we as this progresses because you look at september september 11th changed we're old enough to to understand what happened on september 11th and how our lives changed somebody who's 20 years old 25 years old really doesn't understand exactly what life was before september 11th and what life is after september 11th it's quite different than what it was um 
is it possible that that this virus is going to change along those lines as well? Certainly possible. You know, it could change uh, how we interact with people. Maybe we won't be doing handshakes anymore. You know, it's it, it could be a complete lifestyle change for for everybody. It's a possibility. Sure. Well, as we say, along those lines, do you think all the interactive touchscreen stuff that they have? Do you think they're going to? you know, rethink, well, do, is this the best idea? Do we want all these people rubbing their hands all over this? And, you know, do they go in and, and change some of that stuff? Because I, I know personally, I'm going to, you know, at the, at the time it didn't bother me. I didn't think about it. You know, yes, I would make sure I wash my hands afterwards before I go eat or whatever, but you know, I didn't think anything now going back. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to go touch that because I don't know who before me touched it or what they had on their hands or if they will clean their hands or anything. So, it, it's it's like you said it's going to make it's going to change everybody's uh, the way they approach things the way they think about things and it's it's just going to be a whole new way of life now but on the other hand you also have to remember that americans are probably some of the most forgiving people uh you know a, pol- a politician can steal money do drugs, sports player the same thing and then a couple years later they're embracing them so Americans have a very short attention span, and that can certainly be a concern for six months. But a year, two years from now, people might have just forgotten True. the whole thing as well. Yeah. And it could also be where they use self, where they use you know smartphones. Maybe they sell a smart wand uh, yeah. for you to start using things around the park. Uh, the technology that they have, the ability that they have already, which they have not yet implemented could be used for a variety of things and change how change your experience even more so i'll take I mean, this right now right now you can still play right now you can get still get on the park disney you know the, the park disney uh, play app right and do trivia and listen to music so you can still get your fix that way see mm-hmm. i don't mind the idea of having the wand but let's tone down the use of the phone it, it is just too much because I don't know how many times you know you're navigating through the park and somebody's on their phone looking at it whether mm-hmm. they're trying to grab a fast pass or not. It's just too much time spent on the phone. It's you're not you're not experiencing what the parks were meant to be. As Walt had you know built the park for families to be together, to you see your kids enjoying the park and you experiencing their experience, you know experiencing their joy by watching them. But you on your people on their phones all the time, you're taking that away. You're losing that touch. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's let's get away from the the, the unhappy thoughts here for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, let's talk about uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I got to experience that. Steve got to experience. You got to get you got to ride it a couple of days before I did. Um, I got to ride it actually a couple of times. So right, which I did too. And it's like <laughs> it's I had a fast pass for it in the morning, and we did it again <laughs> fifteen minutes before the park closed. You know, it said a yeah. hundred and. 520 minute wait we ended up getting out in 45 minutes but we loved it it's and and we were talking you and i were talking with with uh chat a little bit messenger and you said the song is going to have a a great earworm effect to it and it does and the song is great um but it is it's like the perfect family coaster and i don't know if you want to consider it a coaster per se but it does have that feel to it um, but it's free roaming, and it's, it is like you said, it is it is a, a family perfect attraction. It, it it is. I mean, it's it's. Um, I don't want to get too specific because I yeah, don't want to give a lot it. of it away. Uh, but in many ways, the 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 cars are 
a sleeker version than what you had in the great movie ride right uh, you go through rooms which are kind of similar in the great movie ride if you think about themes of western of of uh, gangster movies uh, in that regard so there's nice throwbacks there's a nice little poster in one area that actually says it doesn't say the great movie ride I think it says the great movie stairs or something like that but uh, which is a nice which is a nice little throwback t- uh, to it and it is just fun and silly it's like the cartoons now I'm, right. I'm not a big I'm not really big into new cartoons so I went over to Mickey Shorts theater and watched the and watched that movie there uh, and that was interesting because that was a nice clip show of a lot of the Mickey Shorts and you got a really good understanding of what of what the characters are and it's just I mean it it's just like that it's crazy it's fast and it left me with a smile Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's the thing about it is is that it's it's really it's like something what would be proud of that was built. It's I know there's there's always talk about from the Disney community how they're going to ruin an attraction how, you know, the Great Movie Ride was such a classic attraction it was, but it was well past its 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 lifespan. Uh, never being updated, and this is definitely a worthy um, attraction to repra- uh, replace that. And it, there's no reason to have any negative uh, views on it at all because it it hits everywhere it needs to hit. You know, uh, it hits uh, you know funny, you know the uh, sentimental aspect of things, and it works. Everything about it just works. There's little hidden gags that are great, things that I didn't expect when you expect when you get on the train. Uh, and the train, you know, I don't, I don't even want to say too much because I don't want to ruin it. But little things here and there is just perfect. And you just the first time you're going to ride it, you're going to be amazed. And it's a ride that you're going to have to ride over and over to catch everything. You can't do it in one run. And, and unlike, you know, Rise, it actually works. Right. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole lot less sorry, going on. Sorry, I had to say that. I had yeah. to say that. Well, even if, you know, talking about Rise, when I got to finally ride that um, after delay, after delay, after delay on it, um, I understand why it breaks down and is yeah. the most impressive ride I've ever been on. There's, it's very, it's a very complicated ride. It is. It is. It's like, yeah. without, if you've never seen it, if you've never seen videos on it, you've never ridden it, you can't really explain it too much without spoiling a lot. It's just there's so much that's going on there that you have to you, you want to pay attention and you really have to be a, I, I think you really have to be a, a Star Wars fan to understand the ride a little bit more. I think if, you, if you've never seen Star Wars, I think you still enjoy the ride, but you're not going to understand the ride um, to fully appreciate what you're seeing. And, and both of the rides, I think, do a very good job of. I, I know the, the the theme of everything now is immersive and putting you inside. It for me for both of those rides, if I was a camera, it's exactly how you would go through a movie. It, 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 yeah, it, it yeah, just, you're right. just it's beautiful. It just takes you. It just it just takes you on a ride and positions you. And the speed of at least Mickey and Minnie is so fast that there's tons of stuff I've missed. And I, you know, uh, I go back or I look at video and I'll say, wow, I didn't even see that. It didn't even, it didn't even occur to me. Uh, and there's lots of gags. There's lots of hidden, there's lots of hidden things in there. 
uh, as well for people. And of course, a lot of hidden Mickeys. There are a lot. Didn't they say this? Like it has the most hidden Mickeys out of any attraction ever made before. I mean, they're just all over the place. I would, and even in the even in the line, what, the, yeah. what I thought was hilarious was that in the uh, in the queue is right before you get into the the pre-show area. If you look at the lights and you look at around the lights, it's Mickey. There's Mickey Mouse on the yeah. on the uh, ironwork. Right. It's great. Yeah. Now, Matt, you. We've talked about that last week, but you you need to make a special trip just to go there and ride those two rides. If you don't do anything else but ride those two attractions, you you had a great day. Well, I mean, as of right now, unless you know, there's some other plans because of Corona or whatever. We're we're going to Vero Beach in July, I think, late July. So last time we were down there, we ended up making a, a day trip to Hollywood Studios because Toy Story Land had just right. opened. So it might be in the cards. It hasn't been discussed yet. Uh, if it does, I'm, we'll probably get up in, because it's about a two-hour drive, I think, from Vero Beach. Um, I'll probably be leaving Vero Beach at like four in the morning to make sure I get to Hollywood Studios so I can get on the... Because if nothing else, it will definitely be uh, you know all hands on deck to get to to rise. So yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. It's you talk about everybody talks about you know especially as, as a, like as a travel agent, my wife and I, and people are saying like uh, you know I want to go to one maybe two parks, and what are the two parks you're going to choose? You're going to choose the Magic Kingdom, and now you're going to choose Hollywood Studios. There's no. No if ends or buts about that. If you have young kids, at least, or or even teenagers, I still think that I think Studios is probably the best park for teenagers. I think Studios is, is slowly becoming the best park. It's uh, got a chance, yeah. It's Magic Kingdom's very is sentimental. It's got a lot of things. It's got the entertainment uh, that Hollywood Studios does not have right. uh, during the day, but. It, you know the the rides with now Mickey and Minnie with Rise of the Resistance with Toy Story Land. I mean, who 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 can pass up Toy Story Mania? I mean, right. you know, you got to compete against someone. Yeah. I mean, my wife and I have you know we have this little booklet and we keep track of you know who wins uh, and who's winning <laughs> in that. Uh, she's very good. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's I. I am enjoying Hollywood Studios again. When I, when I was going there in the '90s, it was my favorite park. And then, as that changed, it became Magic Kingdom. And now it's slowly creeping back up there. It just, it's, it, it just, it, it makes you happy again. It's, it's, it's almost feeling like a studio, and and it's bringing you. It's bringing, um, it's almost a little. I, I think like we talked about Magic Kingdom be, being sentimental, but I think I think Studios in a way. Um, it's becoming that as well because it, it's it plays with your heartstrings with with Toy Story, and and now with uh, Mickey and Minnie, and then you know you have Star Wars thrown into the mix as well. And I was never a big fan of uh, Galaxy's Edge, but uh, the more time I'm spending in it, the more I'm like I, I still don't think it's a it's a home run by any means. Now I think Rise of the Resistance is a grand slam. Um, the rest of the the rest of it, it's it's slowly growing on me. So uh, I think it's a park that you have to do. You know, once, twice a trip. Mm-hmm. It, it's I'll say it's definitely good now that you have, because you kind of went through that that flow where 
studios you're like okay i can spend you know maybe half a day maybe a full day a whole for you know when we go down well say like for me for a guy who goes down maybe once a year every other year so you go to studios you're like okay i want to get so much done so you might spend a total of a whole day throughout your trip if you're down there say you know five days or whatever um as much as I like Epcot, it was starting to slide that way with everything just, it, you know, I've got young kids, so it doesn't appeal to them. So we would go in and do, you know, Spaceship Earth and Test Track, and we would maybe do Soren if we could keep the little one entertained because he was tall enough for it. And then we were, you know, we're pretty much gone. So Epcot was kind of on that same line. So I'm really looking forward to once they get everything up and running and it being crap, I really don't have enough time to do what I want to do in all four parks now. Yeah, that's something like my wife and I talk about, we were just talking about it the other day, is that I don't understand how people can go down to Disney and just do two, three days in the park. We get a lot of that. A lot of people booking two, three days in the parks and wanting to spend more time at the resort or just taking those short trips because they can't afford a longer trip. And right. it's just not enough time to experience. It really isn't, especially if you want to do four parks. And because you realistically, you need you could do Epcot in a day, you could do Animal Kingdom in a day, maybe um, one full day between the two of them, realistically. But uh, Magic Kingdom is easily a two day park, and Hollywood Studios is is a full day, if not even a little bit more, if you want to try to experience everything. Uh, if you have kids that are or people that are old enough to tall enough to ride on everything, uh, Studios is no longer a half day park, and it was for a long time. Yeah, that's very, very, very true. Uh, it really was a half-day park for, for, for quite some time. And I, I think people don't realize there's day and then there's night. Right. And I don't know about, you know, I don't know how, how, your kids are, how your kids are. It's very tough to do a continuous, you know, to do those 14-hour, 15-hour days. Yes. Uh, you know, you, you know my, my philosophy for everyone is go back to the resort between 12 and 3 hit the pool and then come back out at night uh you know start early in the morning and you'll get a lot a lot more done but the the vibe is completely different from daytime and nighttime and oh, it's yeah. just it's exciting i mean i've had friends who years have come down from jersey came down and they were they were they were the ride people you know you've got the ride people who just right. they, all they do is rides mm-hmm. and they and they never stopped to watch the fireworks they never did anything they just did rides 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 and one time we were, we were down there with them, and I said, we're going to watch the fireworks in front of the castle. And they looked at me. And I said, no, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to come back, you know, sit in front of the castle. And the girls are now, they were 17 and 13, 17 and 14 when we did this. And they had never, they had coming down here since they were small kids. They had never seen it in front of the castle. We watch it, and they look at me and they go, that's really cool. <laughs> That's really amazing. And then the next day I said, you know, well, let's watch the opening show. We'll get there early enough to watch the opening show. We, we won't really bust, bust to get in line somewhere. And it's like these types of things just opened up to them because they were just so myopic in just having to ride every single ride. Right. There's a lot to experience that people just don't think about. Well, it is because I had, I had a client a year or so ago and 
I told them, I said, you know, make sure you see the fireworks. No, I don't want to see the fireworks. You know, I see Macy's. I can see Macy's from from my apartment in New York City. Open up the window and I see the fireworks and, you know, I'll have the, the, the music going from my TV. I'm like, listen, Macy's fireworks are spectacular. There's no doubt about it. It's, you know, they're, they're grandiose and all that. You're going to go there. I want you to watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks and you're going to experience something that you've never experienced before. And they're like, what do you mean by that? I said, listen, I, I don't, I, I can't really tell you exactly what that means, but you're going to experience something with a group of people who are experiencing something as well, you know? So without trying to explain things, so they come back and they're like, you know, Sean, thank you so much for telling me to watch the fireworks. I never, I didn't realize exactly how emotional this could be, how impactful and, and, uh, tearing at my my memories and my heart you know just thinking about my kids growing up and how we're spending time in disney and all these emotions are coming into play while we're watching the fireworks like thank you for that i'm like see you took the time you didn't have you know you whatever that half hour hour long period you didn't go on there you experienced something that you've never experienced on an attraction before and it's something that you're probably going to remember this more than any other attraction you've ever been on. You're like, yep, you're right. So it does. It works. Understandable. So uh, we're talking about the parks. We, we talked about the coronavirus. We talked about, no, you're not going to be in the parks. Right. I, I do want to pl- I do want to plug one thing. Sure, and go ahead. I, I, know it's, I know it's getting late. But um, what we're doing is, since everybody's pretty much pretty much home, is every day on DisneyDiary.com. We're, we're putting a make your own magic post up, and uh, we're giving suggestions of things to do. Uh, whether it's how to make your own Dole Whip, uh, some tips of a making your own character breakfast at home. Uh, we've got tips of what you can do or with all the vacation photos which you never look at. And I know I'm I do this as well. I'll go someplace, take a lot of photos. Maybe I'll look at it while I'm there and never get back to it. So every day we're doing something. We're also doing some meditations, uh, some medita- meditation videos on Facebook that you can just, if you're feeling a little stressed, you can look at and hopefully it will relax you. So please look at it. And if you've got suggestions of things people can do while at home to keep their Disney love alive, send it in to, to, to guys at Enchanted Tiki Talk. Send it, uh, send it to me, Disney Diary. I think we all want to keep that magic alive oh, as yeah. the, we go through all this. Without a doubt. Yeah, it's, and it's definitely a good way too to, like you say, kind of a positive outlook on everything and kind of give you a break from the doom and gloom and negativity that's going on right now. So you could end it, Matt. Yeah, I was getting ready too. Sorry. Okay. So that's going to do it for this week's show. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at KingdomStrollers.com. Let vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. And don't forget to check out our store at RedBubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. If you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at One Minute to Dream. That, that's one M I N to Say Dream. MouseWorldVacations.com and MousePros.com. You can find Keith at I Need a Hug.com. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram at mholly579 and Twitter is MattGoesDopey. Uh, you can find me at uh, Disney Diary, uh, at Disney Diary on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and it is DisneyDiary.com. And thank you very much for letting me back on for uh, at least one show this year. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome back anytime you want. You can take Keith's spot every week. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, that, I cannot do that. That I cannot do. Yeah, he might get mad. Uh, when's Keith not mad, though? That's true. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's grumpy. <laughs> grumpy and dopey, maybe? Yeah, he's got a combo of both. <laughs> <laughs> grumpy, dopey, and a little Hulk Hogan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the brother. <laughs> <laughs> and without further ado, Alan... Take it away, buddy. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. All right, Steve, I hope we weren't too bad on you. Oh, no. I, I, like I said, I appreciate uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like what to put up next week. So <laughs> 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 it'll probably be uh, uh, it'll probably be a small news next week and then maybe just a bunch of audio clips just to keep the Disney love alive. You can. You can sing whatever uh, you want to do. Sing no, 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 no. I, I, I don't sing. <laughs> Sean sings. I've, I've heard enough of that. I've, I, I, know, I know that, that Sean sings. That, that, you know, he has he's the mind. He's been getting rave reviews, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very How? good at Frank Sinatra, though. Very good. I kill it at karaoke. I'm sure you do kill it. Hey. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't the right word. Yes. <laughs> People never spill a drink when I sing Frank Sinatra. How's that? Because they're throwing them at you? <laughs> <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.